Hello and welcome to Retention Chronicles, a podcast sponsored by Malomo, a shipment tracking platform that helps e-commerce brands turn order tracking into a profitable marketing channel. On this podcast, we welcome leading DTC brands and experts to chat about all things customer retention and e-commerce. We absolutely love highlighting all of the amazing things that our customers are doing in the post-purchase space. If you like what you hear, be sure to check out our website, gomalomo.com. Maybe you'll even be featured on this podcast someday in the near future, who's to say? To help us continue to bring new guests and information to you, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you like to listen. On this week's episode of Retention Chronicles, we're joined by Aaron Dunka, Director of Merchant Success at Rebuy, a personalization platform that creates intelligent shopping experiences. Aaron, Noah, and myself chat through how merchant success and retention relate, how Aaron takes a consultative approach to helping their merchants rather than really trying to sell their merchants. Um, He's had a bunch of different roles that he walks through during the episode and he expresses how he doesn't vary from that consultative approach no matter who he's talking to or what position he's in and it's a very interesting conversation. We also talk about creating lasting relationships, what it means to have an intelligent shopping experience um, and how to create one as well as KPIs to look for, how to increase your AOV and ROI on ad spend. And we also talk about how to navigate building partnerships with other technologies versus building out other product features. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retention Chronicles. Super excited for our guest this week, Erin. Thank you so much for joining Noah and I today. I know we're both really excited. We were just saying how much we love the Rebuy team. Um, so super excited to welcome you today. If you could walk us back through like, your background, um, your position at Rebuy, what is Rebuy? That'd be great. Yeah, excited to be here as well. The feeling is definitely mutual. So. Yeah, uh, my name is Aaron. Uh, I lead up the Merchant Success team over here at Rebuy, so Director of Merchant Success. How I got here is kind of a long story. Um, so I had a pretty unique experience growing up in that, like, I moved around a lot as a kid. You know, by the time I was 16, I lived in five different countries, you know, I went to eight different schools. Being the new kid in a school kind of forces you to be adaptable and it can be really difficult if you don't learn to be a people person. So yeah, I've always enjoyed meeting new people, being curious about like their background and their priorities, which is kind of what led me into this type of a role. So a uh, little bit of background about me. I've always been passionate about technology, the internet, entrepreneurship. I used to watch you know, Shark Tank religiously. So after doing my undergrad in business and marketing, I went to go work at a marketing consultancy firm for a year before transitioning my career into sales. And about four years into my career as a sales leader, I saw a posting for a little company based out of Ottawa called Shopify. Uh, And it seemed like a great fit, like a great intersection between technology, business, entrepreneurship. So I joined and had a four-year run there in various teams at the company. So I was in the customer success org, business development, enterprise sales. And that's how I learned about Rebuy as part of you know the solution for Shopify, Shopify Plus a lot of the times. So as I started to talk to Rebuy, I thought, like, wow, this sounds like a very early Shopify. And I had always kind of wondered to myself, you know, what would it have been like if I had joined Shopify, you know, maybe five, six years earlier? Um, what would pre-IPO life-changing equity look like for me? How much faster <laughs> could I uh, make an impact, have accelerated my career? Um, so yeah, in talking with the Rebuy team, you know, there's just very clear obsession with creating value for merchants through product. So I joined Rebuy last year in August as their first sales hire. And in January was subsequently tasked with building out and scaling our merchant success organization. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, So, I mean, there's so many aspects of your background that can tie into your current title, right, with merchant success. And so before we dive into more details around that, you said you mentioned like creating value through 
product, right, for your merchants. And so is that kind of what drew you to that role of merchant success is how can you really um, like retain your customers and how can you develop that relationship? Or is, has that been a central point of, you know, your career of maintaining those um, those relationships? Yeah, I, I always say that merchant success chose me. So <laughs> think about like my my career in tech, uh, I worked in customer success, I worked in support, I've worked in sales, merchant success. And I always tell people that I speak to that like, these roles really aren't so different. What you are doing is you're gathering contacts, you're providing value, you're offering solutions. Sometimes it's just the KPIs in which you're me you measure success that are slightly different. But I feel like my role over the course of the career has just like not changed too much. I'm still doing all of that, you know, either if it's for merchants or consulting with my colleagues as far as how they can best solution for merchants, you know, reposition, provide value, uh, just make people more successful on our platform. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So Rebuy, all about, you know, that personalization aspect, driving AOV, product recs. And so obviously this podcast is about retention. That's what Malomo is all about, why Malomo and Rebuy work so well together. And so in your in your own words, how do retention and then merchant success, how do they relate to each other? How do they, you know, um, how is it like they add to the flywheel and kind of boost each other up? Yeah, so they definitely positively correlate with each other. And then, yeah, to your point, add like a really great flywheel. So if we take a look at like retention, the higher retention rate, the more successful someone is going to be, the more successful someone is going to be, they're going to uncover, you know, new things that they're looking to solve for, new ways in which you can drive value. And through having those discussions with your counterpart on, you know, the solution side in the merchant success team, we can then funnel that back into product to drive more value for our merchants, which increases our merchants' ability to optimize their KPIs, which makes them more successful, which makes them you know, stickier on the platform, which then helps inform the product. So yeah, couldn't have put it better myself, really great flywheel in terms of, you know, creating value for our merchants and just making them more successful. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering um, if you don't mind me jumping in, Mariah. <laughs> um, Aaron, you mentioned KPIs, and I'm happy you brought that up because I think there, you know, there's really an infinite amount of KPIs that you could consider uh, relevant to retention. So, from your standpoint, you know, whether you want to tie this question directly back to rebuy or more broadly, how do you think about uh, the most important KPIs for retention? Um, and then maybe we could dive into like what what good and bad looks like uh, on those KPIs as well. Yeah, well, I mean, you all, I would say, are the, the retention experts at Malomo. Um, for us at Rebuy, really like from a KPI standpoint, we take a look at a lot of things. So really firmly believe that there is no e-commerce KPI that personalization can't solve for. Um, if you look at just at what the heart of personalization is, is you know getting the right offer to the right customer at the right time with the right messaging. And merchants, what we've found is, you know, initially we created Rebuy as a solution to create these smart shopping experiences. And, and the main problem that merchants were looking to solve for was like, how do I increase my AOV? How do I increase the average order value for the customers by recommending the right products? And as our product and our merchant base started to evolve and these new problems um, you know, began to emerge, like started to realize like, oh, by creating better shopping experiences, this is how we actually increase your conversion rate. This is how we actually increase your retention rate and you know get customers to come back and just be delighted with an awesome experience that, that they're presented with on your store. Um, from a retention standpoint as well, like with all of these shifts in technology that have been happening over saturation of advertising online with the pandemic, uh, supply chain bottlenecks, like retention is 
top of mind for a lot of the enterprise merchants that we work with, and even the smaller merchants that are just looking to compete, right? We're spending so much money on these advertising dollars. How do we get the most out of this? How do we increase our return on ad spend? And you know, how do we get relevant products to the customers that is not just a static you know, offer? We want this to be truly personalized based off of who this customer is, what they're adding to the cart, how they click through in there over here. Um, so yeah, on top of that, what we're looking at is subscriber acquisition, right? For a lot of the merchants that we're working with, you know, in CPG, you know, direct to consumer beauty cosmetics, when we're getting a paying customer, can we secure this customer as someone who's always coming back on a recurring basis. So don't know if that fully answers your question, but there's just always a ton of KPIs in our mind. And, you know, at the heart of our conversations that we're having with our merchants is like, we really want to deeply understand what is going to be most valuable for you. Because typically we'll hear merchants saying, yes, we want to increase average order value, but like, what is the root of this problem over here? And then, okay, based off of that root problem, where are some other KPIs that we can help through you know, our feature set or our, our partnerships that we have as well? Yeah, no, that's that's super helpful. Um, great context. And yeah, I totally agree. Like there's so many different metrics you talk about AOV, but I like going one step deeper into like, okay, but like why? <laughs> or, you know, is there diving deeper into that? Like maybe, maybe driving subscriptions might be more beneficial to like a brand rather than just naturally increasing AOV, right? So like really understanding the root problem helps to identify like what you should be probably solving for from a KPI perspective. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes we talk to brands and we, they say, okay, yeah, subscriber acquisition is the goal. And, you know, if we dig one level deeper, it's like, why is subscriber acquisition the goal? And they say, it's because our subscriber retention is actually quite low. And we think, okay, so maybe there's some other ways, like how can we better influence subscriber retention and, you know, encourage churn subscribers to come back? Should the offer that you're presenting, if I came to your site and I'm a customer and I've been a subscriber in the past, should we be presenting the same offer in the same way as if I were a new customer? Probably not, right? Like if you think about the most exciting experiences that you've had, you know, shopping in person, if you're a regular at a coffee shop, would you expect, you know, the barista to treat you the same way as if you were someone who is completely no? I don't know, probably not. Uh, so, yeah, lots of different ways in which we look at things and, and really just looking to get creative with our solutions. And I think part of what's really exciting about working in merchant success in an organization like Rebuy and get to work with like partners like Malomo is like, we are working with like truly super innovative brands that are really pushing the boundaries of like what you can do with personalization, what types of campaigns that they're running. And then through understanding those merchants' problems and goals and you know, finding out what the solution is, democratizing that and sharing that knowledge with the wider audience so that we can truly like just get these types of experiences out there at scale. Yeah, that's great. Do you have like off the top of your mind, any examples, you don't have to name them by name if you don't want to, but any examples of those like really creative, um, those innovative brands that are like taking personalization to the next level, like in those campaigns? Yeah, so we've got like Black Friday right around the corner, right? And oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. brands are like, okay, I, we don't want to do just like a blanket discount at Black Friday. It's just not exciting enough. Like, we're not going to just compete on, okay, you're doing a X percent discount. We're going to do a Y percent discount. That's why you should come with us, right? So how do we create like really, really interesting experiences? And perhaps one of the, the most exciting ones was I was working with a merchant and they wanted to do a gift with purchase campaign. And the goal for this merchant was to increase the return on ad spend. So they wanted the gift with purchase campaign to basically give the customer a unique gift based off of how they had actually clicked through. So imagine this, you have all of your different marketing channels as a merchant, right? And you're doing paid advertising through like Instagram. Maybe you've got some influencers campaigns as well too. And 
depending on how I click through to the site. So if I come in as an organic visitor, I make a gift A, right? If I come in through an influencer campaign, I might get gift B. And as we're, you know, presenting gift B in the cart, we're saying, you know, this is your influencer's top pick, right? So that way, not only are we personalizing the experience based off of who their customer is, how they click through to the store, but we are also, you know, providing that social proof to encourage the conversion for that order even more. So that was like one campaign that I was like, wow, this is so, so cool because we're increasing return on ad spend. We are increasing conversion rate and we're increasing average order value as opposed to just like discounting heavily uh, and, and as far as like basically meeting whatever their objective is. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really cool, um, a cool way to incorporate the social proof. And we had a webinar around um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and just like seeing all the different trends. And it stood out to me that it's kind of assumed now that there's some type of discount, right? Like that's not anything new. That's what a consumer is expecting. So hearing you kind of walk through that use case of, oh, now you have different like segments for how the customer is clicking through the gift that they're getting. I'm like thinking about that from a consumer's perspective. And I'm like, you know, what? if I saw that, I was like, oh, this influencer that I really like, this is their product. You know, I'm going to love that that's the gift that would be associated with my purchase. So I love that that's um, that's a use case that you shared. And I think that's so cool that Rebuy um, is able to enable a brand to do so. Totally. Yeah. So the way that we approach like merchant success and basically like sharing these types of strategies with our merchants, I alluded to this before and in, in that, you know, we're democratizing a lot of these strategies, which are typically reserved and, and functionality, which are typically reserved for like enterprise size merchants. I think like really, really parallels kind of like the evolution of how rebuy started. So not a lot of people know this, but rebuy in its early days we were a bespoke agency and we're working with shopify plus brands and we're building these experiences kind of as like a one-off solution and kind of similarly to that we're seeing okay these brands are doing some really cool stuff and we're building it how do we get this to a wider audience like is there an opportunity to appify this and you know get this type of functionality to merchants of any size um, so, like, I always think of, you know, merchant success or the people that a merchant is going to be interacting with on the solution side of things, almost as an extension of the product. So really just trying to, you know, follow what our product has been doing from a strategy perspective. That, that backstory, Mariah, reminds me a lot of Malomo's. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I yep. I know the last time we told the story on the podcast, but very similar, Aaron. We, uh, our founders um, were running a, a dev shop and over time had a couple e-commerce merchants come through that had this order tracking problem. And like you said, built, you know, bespoke solutions and then over time had to figure out how do they bring it to a wider audience because they saw that this is probably probably not a unique problem for their couple you know uh clients in the d2c space um but one thing i think uh i've noticed rebuy does really really well and i like to think that our founders and and now our entire team has taken a similar approach is like you set out to solve this very particular solution right uh or particular problem, but you didn't want to become all things to all people. Like even in the UGC example that you just gave and, and leveraging influencers, um, that's like really a complementary offering to what you have, but it's not something that you like thought, oh, we must build this ourselves with the Shopify ecosystem and the app store, the way that, that it is like, if you, if you go to market thinking, um, you know, you're going to be all things to all people. You're going to struggle going against those best in breed solutions. And what I, what I've really loved about rebuy is like sort of knowing what you're really, really good at and then leveraging, you know, other app partners and even agencies to help uh, round out a fuller solution. Um, so would you, would you sort of agree that that's been ingrained since the early days? 
Totally. Yeah, there's a it's interesting because there's a lot that we do and yeah, sometimes we have to say no and we have to say, you know what? That is a great feature request or that's a great like problem to be solving. We actually know who would be much better at solving this as well and that's where partners like, you know, Malomo, Clavio, Tentive, right? Like recharge for subscriptions like these all come in and and basically what we're looking to do is be highly integrated with a merchant's tech stack right like working at shopify work with many merchants and you know they're always kind of like adding apps and sometimes you know these apps don't really work well together and it's just a really really super frustrating experience from a merchant perspective whereas you know if you find a solution and you say okay does it play nicely with this does it play nicely with that and the answer is yes then you know okay this can be a trusted solution and you know we're just going to avoid any headaches in the future so yep definitely you know we want to focus on the 80 percent that we know we do really 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 well and you know the other 20 percent you know that's that's where we have great friends. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think when you you said something in there that made me think of John, your founders. Mm -hmm. uh, he he just recently posted something on LinkedIn that said I think it said like we're going to become the best personalization tool in e-commerce by becoming the most integrated personalization tool in e-commerce, and so just uh, sort of giving some some proof from the top level that that certainly is the focus, and you guys do you know, as good, if not better a job of that than any, you know, any of the other personalization tools in the space, as far as I can tell. So uh, it, it pays off for sure when we look at joint client success. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like we, our goal, of course, is to be the most integrated. And part of that means us integrating with, you know, other solutions. And another big part of that is like, okay, how can we get other solutions to integrate with us? Like our smart card, as an example, is a huge, huge hero feature that, you know, I think from a merchandising perspective is incredibly powerful to customers and, and to merchants. So, you know, opening up our smart cart for development so that app developers can say, hey, here's something that I think would work really well on your cart so that when they're going to other merchants and they're selling their solution to other merchants or providing, you know, their their technology to the merchants that they're working with they don't have to say oh no we don't play well with rebuy right like they can say oh yeah rebuy we know them they're great we work seamlessly with them too mm -hmm. and so when we're talking about being able to decipher like integrations partners playing really well with each other um how would you say like how how do you how does your and your team you and your team navigate where that line is between like, oh, we know that our partner does this really well and we we partner with them. That's an integration we have versus say you get a product feedback from a brand or a merchant or one of your teammates, right? Like how do you, how do you make that distinction between, oh, we have an integration with our partner, let us refer you to them. We work really well versus how you build out new features in within the rebuy platform. Yeah, it's a really good question. I want like it's almost like tribal knowledge, right? Where it's like mm -hmm. you've been you've been here and you know, okay, this is our bread and butter. Yeah, we can do that. Totally makes sense to kind of like fit this into the product product roadmap. Let's just pass along this feedback to our product team. Um, and sometimes it's like, mm. We're not great at that. Like, well, we just have to build it from scratch. And like, we know that there's a clear, clear leader here who's providing a ton of value that is much better positioned to solve this problem for us. So really just being aware of, you know, who the other players are in your space and you know how you can complement each other, I think is the biggest key thing over here um, because we really just want to continue to drive value together. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like chalking it up to that awareness and just knowing the Shopify ecosystem in general. Um, I like that answer a lot. I know it's more of a um, umbrella or a meta question, but it came to mind. And so another question that also came to mind is when you're 
considering when you're talking with a brand, um, when they're considering like other tech solutions, of course you have your partners. Um, but what do you think in general is important for a merchant to, when they're looking at how to build out their tech stack, what do you think like they should be considering? Is it like data is the more, most important thing? Is it really, it depends on their specific goals. Um, what would you, what would you kind of say to that if you were advising, you know, a specific yeah. merchant? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think the answer is almost like implied in the question with the word solution, right? So I think the main thing that anyone should really be looking for is like, what problem does this solve for, right? And, you know, even digging a, a layer deeper, like we talked about before, like, what is the root of this problem that it solves for? Or better yet, is this solution that I'm evaluating able to solve multiple problems? Um, so I think that is definitely like a key thing that I relate to a lot because oftentimes we get, you know, people hear about rebuy, oh yeah, increase your AOV, you know, cross sell, upsell, and they come to us for that one specific thing. And as we start to learn more about the merchant, we hear, okay, so what's top of mind for you is yes, of course, you know, increasing average order value, but you know, what about your conversion rates? What about your retention rates? What about your customer lifetime value? Like how do those mm -hmm. stack up on the priority list with you? So. Um, what problem does it solve for? Is it able to solve multiple problems or, you know, better yet even, are we able to solve problems that you did not even know that you had? And I think that's something that comes right. up a lot more often than merchants anticipate is, you know, through a deep understanding of the business, are we able to unearth some other value adds and solutions that we can provide for, problems that they didn't necessarily, where they weren't necessarily aware of. And then uh, on a second part of that is like, do you have to compromise uh, in terms of the solution, right? Like, is this going to solve all of your pain points at a hundred percent? And then you talked about this with the analytics is how do we quantify the value of the solution? So depending on what the problem is, it could be, you know, a specific metric. It can be measured via ROI. Like does the solution that you're looking at provide those insights so that you can make data informed decisions about the investment that you're making in your business. Um, and sometimes it's very clearly quantifiable from a revenue perspective, other solutions, you know, we're looking at things like how much time are we saving you, right? Like if, if this is something that you had to get a developer to create and maintain, how much time are we saving your team from a lead time and being agile in executing your marketing promotions to basically, you know, as opposed to having, you know, this need to go to development, development needs to turn it around, you know, two to three weeks turnaround time, it comes back, it's not fully baked out by then marketing's chance of pl plans have changed, right? Like is there an opportunity cost to you not being agile or what is the opportunity cost for you to not have the solution what uh i thought it, i thought it's really interesting when you talk about like solving problems that merchants don't know they have especially in the case of rebuy when like personalization is a majorly hot topic right now so i would imagine that if merchant you know if any merchants are not already thinking about personalization uh, it's coming very soon. And then uh, taking that one step further, like obviously all merchants are keenly aware of their AOV. Um, LTV is a huge, huge metric that that most, if not all, are tracking. So I'm curious with that in mind, I'm sure that you get a lot of like just inbound, you know, traffic when people try to solve those big macro problems. But then when you dive in, are there any issues that you're seeing come up more and more these days? Uh, or things that like merchant, you know, you regularly see, but that merchants really haven't identified when they do come to you. Yeah, this is a really good question. So based off of the conversations that we have with merchants, as I mentioned, like a lot of them are coming in because they want to increase their average order value. Like that's kind of what we're known for today. And as you know, merchants start to learn more about rebuy and we start to learn more about the merchant. I'd say like one of the biggest trending things that I've seen is just like increasing return on ad spend because that's not something that they don't necessarily say explicitly, but you know, maybe sometimes merchants are coming in because 
they want this one spot of their store, let's say, for example, like the checkout optimized with, you know, a cross sell opportunity or an upsell opportunity. But as they talk to our team, we can kind of like take a look at their existing solution and say, okay, you've got some recommendations here. You've got some recommendations in the cart. Like, how are these pulling in? Are they, are they dynamic? We take a look at your homepage. Are you just showing the same products on the homepage every single time, regardless of who the customer is, how they click through, what the purchasing history is? So, um, yeah, kind of all over the place, but there's a lot that we can often uncover where it's like, okay, sometimes merchants are coming in because they want to add specific functionality. But what we want to do is we want to create an intelligent shopping experience throughout the entire customer journey. So oftentimes I think merchants are very narrow-minded, or I should rephrase, merchants come in with a very specific part of that customer journey that they're looking to solve for. And then through our discovery of the merchant's goals and priorities, we can understand, you know, the entire customer journey and where we can provide additional value throughout that. I'm curious and, and kind of piggybacking off of that and thinking about the entire customer journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, you know, for Maloma, for example, it's very, very clearly a retention play. Like, we are a post-purchase tool, so like natively, you have to buy something yep. <laughs> uh, before we can really provide value. But I think for rebuy, and please correct me if I'm wrong, like you, you can theoretically provide value on both sides, the acquisition and retention. So I'm curious. One, I want to make sure that that's accurate. But two, um, you know, when when merchants do come to you, I, I'm just generally curious like what's the general uh problem that on what side of that fence are they trying to solve for is it acquisition or has it has the shift to retention that we all know really really well right like in terms of the value that it can provide has that made its way to the merchant side yet or is this is the focus still heavily on acquisition yeah i would say the focus has historically been very heavily in acquisition and it is something that the market is starting to learn more about in that you know personalization is really a play on whatever metric you choose for it to be a focus on um so yeah typically they'll come in with an acquisition type of goal and through you know, learning about our solution, they'll realize, oh, okay, this is actually very, very helpful from a retention standpoint too. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's still a lot of education to be done on the value of retention. So I, I was curious if that had made its way uh, to what you're doing yet. Just wait until after Black Friday. Like after Black <laughs> Friday, people are like, okay, now what? It's like, we right. just did all this work for acquisition during Black Friday, but now how do you retain those customers for you know the next month, the next six months, the next year, five years, right? Like what is the longer term play and the longer term vision? So I think there's definitely, you know, based off of what I've seen in working with brands, uh, starting to be a, a shift priority towards retention, which yeah, we fully, fully embrace. Right. Yeah. No, I th- and that's why, um, you know, I think we talk about this a lot, Noah, as a, as a company of we're starting to see, and through this podcast, right, we get the opportunity to chat with a bunch of folks. And of course we have a focus on retention. And so we always like to ask that question of like, oh, from your point of view, where do you see that kind of that switch or that relationship of acquisition and retention coming into play? Cause it's super interesting just to hear from everyone's point of view and rebuy, especially like Noah, you said, you can um, have an intelligent shopping experience like throughout the whole thing, right? So pre-purchase all the way up till post-purchase. And so with that, do you see, we've kind of been talking about like patterns and perspective, opinion. Do you see like certain patterns where, you know, a brand is coming in and trying to increase their ad spend or increase their AOV is, are there any differentiators in terms of like the industry that you typically see, oh, this pattern is like really specific to this industry or this type of product, Um, anything like, or like subscriber and one shot, anything like that, that you've kind of seen throughout your experience? Yeah, I'm trying to think because we work with so many, so many different brands. Um, Yeah, it's kind of hard to 
tie it all in. <laughs> like I definitely would say that, you know, health and wellness, beauty, you know, CPG, like those brands tend to have like a higher emphasis on retention, subscriber acquisition, subscriber churn prevention, right? Win back of churn. I would say those come up more often on, you know, let's say like a top three type of like KPI goals uh, conversations that we have with merchants. Whereas, and it's interesting, like, so for those types of brands, like it would make a lot of sense to remarket a product that a customer has already purchased. Whereas in something like an apparel or a jewelry space, right? Like it's very, very rare that it makes sense for a customer to be presented with the exact same product that they've previously purchased. In fact, it's probably the opposite. You know, if you're merchandising products and you have you know, a certain limited amount of shelf space, you probably wanna ensure that they're not shown those same products again too. Um, so yeah, I would say across across all industries return on ad spend has seemed to be one that seems to be coming up quite a lot and it's usually through like the initial foundational setup of rebuy where they're saying okay first we're going to optimize for acquisition by ensuring that each step of the funnel you know has got the right piece to offer this smart shopping experience. And then we it's almost like we kind of go through a customer journey for each of these merchants, right? Like start to finish. So from a brand new customer, how are they landing on your site? And then they're converting. What happens after they converted to their order? Right. Um, yeah. Tough to yeah. say. Tough to say, but that's kind of what we're seeing. Yeah, I think there's still insights in that, even though, you know, these questions, there's never going to be a, um, or rarely will there be a one size fits all, right? So even just to hear you talk about some of the differentiators, even though it might be more general, I think it's still helpful and interesting to listen to. And you had mentioned like walking through the customer journey. I think that's a huge part of it, right? Like seeing, putting yourself in the customer's shoes, seeing how they're going about, because I think you know, unless a, a merchant is, has someone who's dedicated to doing that, it might seem because you're in it, right. You're in your brand. You, it might make sense to you, but to have kind of, a you know, a technology provider, someone else walk through that customer experience and be like, Oh, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Or that should be a personalized, um, something that's personalized in the journey, I think makes a ton of sense. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, these are things that at Rebuy, and it kind of goes back to, you know, one of your your earlier questions, Noah, which is, like, how do we know when you know perhaps we are not the best person to advise on this sort of solution? It's like we talk about these sorts of things all day at Rebuy, right? But if a merchant really wants to hone in on you know the post-purchase experience and retention, like we can give some high level overview over there but we know that the ones who are true subject matter experts are going to be our partners right like malomo so yeah just a thought yeah well, i feel like that's sort of a a shift in a way for you as well specifically aaron in your changeover from like direct new business sales to merchant success and i'm curious how you think about um being being consultative in this space because because of what we've talked about a couple of times now like you there's so much out there that you could advise on that you have some knowledge on um and i'm i'm curious like from a professional standpoint how you've thought about your role shifting uh when you went from new business to merchant success and sort of what that um i'm sure very like consultative approach that you guys are taking because I know that you're recommending Malomo and I know that you're recommending, you know, uh, other tools in the stack like rebuy for subscriptions, uh, sorry, recharge for subscriptions. Um, and I'm just curious how you like think about that approach when you're serving, serving your clients. Yeah. So even when I was in sales, my approach has always been incredibly consultative, right? Like, and, um, 
what's really nice about rebuy is like the breadth of our product is oftentimes we have a solution for a pain point like the just the sheer number of problems that we solve makes us a great fit most of the time that being said like we're not afraid to walk away and say you know what this is just not a great fit today this could be something that could be a really great fit based off of this very particular use case um and as I mentioned before, like I feel like my roles have never really changed. Like it's all been solutions-based, consultative, whether you call it selling or success, right? And part of my role now is just like, okay, how do I enable those that I work with to be incredibly consultative for the merchant, so that whatever we're recommending is just going to be what's best for the merchant and. If that includes rebuy, great, right? If it means that we have to put a pause on rebuy for today and you know take a look at it later on down the line, that's fine too. Yeah, that's that's a really well. First of all, I think that's the by far the best way to sell um, and provide that sort of hands-on, consultative, white glove um, experience from start to finish. Really, um, you know, obviously as they're evaluating. Um, solutions in the space and knowing like what uh, not only rebuy can solve for, but your other partners can solve for is, goes a long way and sort of like building trust, right? As long yep. as you're like shoving product down your, your clients and prospects throat and you're actually providing, you know, value throughout the sales cycle. And then once they sign as well, um, I think that's, that goes a long way in, you know, retention for, for SaaS companies too, just like it does on the merchant side. Um, so that that is awesome um and i'm you know i think that we we like to think that we take a, a very very similar approach and and really understanding the whole ecosystem and you know what uh what our partners can also solve for yeah for sure and then it actually you just reminded me uh, as you were kind of chatting through that it and it kind of circles back to the earlier question in terms of, okay, what should a merchant be looking for when they're looking at a solution? Like, so to be clear, like sometimes there are things that Rebuy does not do out of the box, mm -hmm. but is the solution that you're looking at extensible? Like, is it something that is easy and flexible to mold into doing something that you're looking to do? And I think that is going to be a huge huge thing especially for you know enterprise size merchants that have very specific needs to have something that is moldable to suit whatever it is your needs are and we've just been really fortunate you know joining rebuy i didn't know how extensible it was until after i started here but just got really really lucky that you know, we've got a super talented team. The way that the product has been built, it's been built in a way in which you know we can definitely make some adjustments to it on the fly in one-off scenarios to make it fit uh, merchant's particular use case. So, yeah. So when, uh, so when merchants, you know, come to you, and now now if think of rebuy as like this. To your point, right? You can you can solve a lot of problems. It's like this personalization suite almost, right? For for Shopify merchants, um, I'm sure that there are some things that are sort of like a nice to have, or like maybe one day you'll you'll reach the scale where this can really this one feature in our platform can make a huge difference for you. But maybe maybe not everything that rebuy has to offer is like a great fit for most merchants. And so I'm curious, like when a merchant comes to you and is thinking about personalization, what is like the table stakes thing that they should look at first uh, to sort of grow from there? Yeah, so I would definitely say everything on site, right? Like everything on site is is typically the main priority for the merchant in terms of first optimizing. And, and that's kind of what our foundational lever, level is, is Okay, let's take a look at the on-site experience, everything on your store, take a look at each step of the customer journey, homepage, collection page, PDP, what does your cart look like, right? And we have a lot of data and a lot of experience with working with merchants as far as like how we've typically seen these sorts of pages convert and perform in a specific vertical, right? Um, so. Definitely the on-site stuff is what I would say, you know, comes first. And that's typically the foundational element. 
And then as we dig deeper, you know, some of the nice to haves are, okay, how are we managing? So first it's just like from a functionality perspective, right? Like, are we getting products recommended at each stage of the journey? And then as we dig deeper, it's like, okay, but now how are we recommending these products, right? Is it based off of who the customer is? Is it based off of what they have in their cart? Is it based off of what they looked at? Is it based off of, you know, specific URL that they click through a customer segment and making relevant data informed decisions as far as how you're merchandising those products as well. And the analogy that I like to use always and that our team often uses when speaking with merchants is just like, think about like the best in-person shopping experience that you've had and think about like what is being merchandised to you around other products at every step of the customer journey. How are the sales associates interacting with you, right? Like what is the language that they're using with you to help influence and create like a really, really awesome shopping experience that would encourage you to come back. Um, so I'd say those two parts first, and then typically once the, the, that foundational element is in there, we've got, you know, all of the spots with the right merchandising widgets and the mer right merchandising modules, all of those widgets are being powered by the correct logic that makes sense for that step of the customer journey based off of who the customer is. And then we look at, okay, what about all the things that happen after the purchase from a retention standpoint, right? Like are the offers that are being presented on their tracking page, right? Like relevant based off of their order. Like, does, is this something that makes sense? If a subscriber is acquired and they churn, how are we asking for that subscriber back? Does it vary depending on what product that they purchased? Does it vary depending on how long they were subscribed for? What is the offer incentive that we get for getting that customer back to? Even if you have a follow-up email, right? Like. What are you recommending in that follow-up email? Do you have ways for the customer, if you're in a CPG space, to quickly reorder and, and easily check out and purchase the same thing again? So lots of uh, lots of different things, like the customer journey doesn't end on site. And yeah, just really looking at, you know, how can we best optimize this experience holistically, you know, regardless of who the customer is or where they're at in their own customer journey. Yeah, I love how we've been talking about how you can enable the merchant and optimize like for all the different areas that Rebuy or Malomo um, can touch upon. And one thing came to mind and you had mentioned, you know, enabling the merchant beforehand. But I'm curious now being director of merchant success, how do you enable your team to also do so? So it's a little, we're switching um, a little bit, but I'm curious just before we wrap up, you know, how do you um, kind of provide, take all the perspectives, everything that you've learned from your background and apply it and tell your team about, you know, help navigate, help them navigate, you know, what would be best for a merchant? Yeah, so my approach to leadership and enabling a team is very similar to my sales approach, like incredibly consultative, start from a point of understanding first. Okay, based off of where we're at today, what are our priorities? What are our goals? How are we feeling? Like at the end of the day, we're all people. I alluded to this at the beginning of our call, like I've always been a people person, right? And then based off of that, like once you understand, okay, what the personal goals are and you start to take a look at, okay, one solution is not, it's not a one size fits all, right? Like you have to come from a point of understanding and say, okay, based off of this situation at hand, what is the low hanging fruit here? What like, that's, that's often how I work with merchants. And that's how I work with my team as well Is like, okay, based off of current state, what is the low lift, potentially high reward behavior that we can start to build habits for? to continue to hit our objectives, whether that's from a business standpoint or from you know being consultative from our merchants and enabling merchants. So that is at like the heart uh, of, of what I do. And that's why I say all the roles that I've had have not really been too different. It's just a slightly different audience and maybe a slightly different measurement of success. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I appreciate you sharing um, kind of like how you operate. And I love seeing the consistency, right? Like in <laughs> how you operate in daily life. Um, I think that's wonderful. And so 
as we're wrapping up this episode, one of the things we always love to ask is resources that you could that you would recommend. So this can be just for you know e-commerce DTC space in general, or specific to rebuy merchant success, kind of anywhere you want to take it. What would you say? Ooh, yeah, I've got a lot. Um, so specific to specific to like just like leadership, uh, I would say. A leader who had no title. Um, I really like that one. That one's Sharma. Um, oh, I've got a few over here. Um, for customer success, a customer success professionals handbook. I think that one has been really insightful for me for just understanding how to best manage relationships, drive success for your organization, for your customers, for your merchants, um, and then how to win friends and influence people. Uh, I would say mm -hmm. like that one is really, really defining read for myself and my professional career. I often revisit snippets of that book, you know, just as like a, a nice reminder. Yeah. as far as how, how we should be operating. Yeah. By far my favorite business book ever. And not just not just business, but like life in general. And life in general, yeah, totally. That was a that was a game changer book for me for sure. Um Mariah, if you don't mind, I'm gonna shout out a, a resource as well. So Please do. uh we normally we talk about like blogs or books or you know podcasts, but today I actually want to shout out our uh, CSM team at Malomo and the CSM team at Rebuy. Um, like Aaron's talked about this entire time, right? We both take a very consultative approach. So whether it's about Rebuy or about Malomo specifically, or you just want to talk about, you know, how to get the most out of our tools, even integrating them across the rest of your stack, always here for that. And then on top of that, we are running uh, a mutual promotion so rebuy customers can get a special offer on malomo and vice versa so if you're a rebuy customer reach out to your rebuy customer success manager to get more information on that and same goes for malomo customers so that's the resource yeah. i'm providing today yeah yeah uh and i definitely have to give Malomo shout for like the marketing content that you push out as well like super super informative as well um yeah, or anything personalization related. Um, you know, we've got a ton of content coming out as well too on the rebuy side. Yeah, I love those. Um, I love all the more resources. So even after this episode, if you have more, we'll be sure to put them in the episode description. We'll link all of those. But Aaron, this has been so much fun having you on the podcast today. I know ton of valuable information was shared. Um, so really thank you for making the time. Um, we love you and the Rebuy team and we can't wait for this episode to be out there for everyone else to listen to. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. We love Malomo. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast, yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Mariah. Cool. Bye everyone. Bye. And that is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We do not have a fact check for this episode, but I did want to mention that we are wrapping up season one of Retention Chronicles. So if you've been listening consistently or if you've just listened to this episode, thank you. And we hope that you'll subscribe and listen to more. Uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff that is coming into play for season two. So definitely stay tuned for that.